You are listening to the New Day of Hope broadcast with Helena and Glennis Langley. Enjoy. Welcome again to our program. We are happy that you have joined us today. And listen, man, I know you are going to be blessed by the word of the Lord. The word of the Lord comes alive in our hearts and in our lives. And knowing this, this would be a perfect time for you to call a neighbor, call a friend and let them know that the program is on and that they should tune in and enjoy the blessings of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. It's always a joy to come before you to share the word of God. Today our subject is taking back your peace. Taking back your peace. Peace is one of the universal longings of the human heart. Everyone wants peace. We want peace in our own lives and we want peace in the world. Everyone is searching for peace and there's a thief in our midst. No alarm system or even armed guard can keep him out. There's only one thing that can stop him and that's you. He comes around quietly in the past taking things here and there. Maybe he didn't even notice but over time perhaps he's been able to steal something much bigger and more important, and that is your peace. Maybe he's even been able to get away with it until now. You see, peace is valuable, so much that the world will go to extreme to acquire it. It will pursue money and fame. And with all this effort, they have found one thing, it doesn't work. That's because you'll never find peace through sin or the world's way. The world has no peace to offer you. There's only one way to enjoy true peace, and that's through Jesus, because he is the Prince of Peace. Through his peace, you can live free of anxiety, of depression, free of fear, because he has not given us the spirit of fear. You can live free from lack and sickness. You can live in contentment, joy, security, wholeness. In fact, Jesus died to give it to you. He said, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you, not as the world gave. You find that in John 14 and verse 27, and that's the New King James Version. That's why the peace you have through him is worth fighting for. If you're not experiencing that kind of peace in your life. I want to show you four ways in which you can take back your peace. Take back what the enemy has stolen from you. Number one, you must expect every promise. Second Corinthians chapter one, verse 20 says, for all the promises of God in him are yes and in him, amen, to the glory of God through us. If you want to take back your peace, you need to start where it was stolen in the first place, right at the promises of God. If you really believe 
If you know that God's promises are yes and amen for you, there is nothing to fear, nothing to question, nothing to consider. So if the devil wants to rob you blind of your peace, he's going to go for the jugular, your faith in the blessing. If you want to take back your peace, you need to start where it was stolen in the first place, right at the promises of God. If you really believe it, if you know that God's promises are yes and amen for you, there is nothing to fear, nothing to question, nothing to consider. You see, he knows every promise of God already belongs to you. His only hope is to swindle you out of them by convincing you otherwise. You may say, I believe in the promises of God and I want them, but do you expect them? Do you believe without a shadow of doubt that you will have them or do you sometimes wonder if they will ever come to pass? It's in that tiny area where belief and unbelief intersect that Satan lies in wait to ambush your faith. The Bible says he is like a roaring lion seeking whom to devour. If you look at the National Geographic show, you will see where the lion is waiting patiently for his prey. And that's what the enemy does. He's waiting patiently to bring fear and unbelief in our lives. But let's set the record straight. Every promise of God is for you. To have peace is to trust God completely. If you're trusting him, it cannot be half-heartedly. You must place your complete confidence in the Lord. Jesus took the chastisement of our peace upon himself so that we might enjoy the kind of peace that passes understanding every day in every area of our lives. Praise be to God. Peace I'm talking about comes from God. The world cannot give peace. They are searching for peace. The Hebrew word for peace is shalom, which means nothing missing, nothing broken, or it means to be whole. That kind of peace has always been God's plan for his covenant-keeping people. No promise missing, no part of it is broken. What does it mean? It means you don't have to tolerate any kind of sickness, disease, or anything. It means you don't expect to have debt because everyone has debt. We ought to be financially free, not in bondage, because when you're in bondage, you have no peace. We don't want to model our expectation after the world because they have never experienced the peace of God, but you already have it. Psalms 29 verse 11 says, he blesses his people with peace, praise God. He did that through the blood of Jesus, the Prince of Peace. Isaiah 9 and verse 6, the Bible tells us he bore the chastisement of our peace the same way he bore our sins and diseases. Isaiah 53 verse 5. He is our peace. Peace isn't just the absence of trouble. It includes everything that makes for man's highest good. That's what God wants for your life and my life. He wants your peace and prosperity to be like an abundant flowing river. So today I encourage you to walk in that peace. Do not allow the enemy to continue stealing your peace. No, take back what the enemy has stolen and let him know that you will no longer live in fear. You will no longer live in doubt because he has given you his 
perfect peace. Praise God. The second way you can take back your peace is to refuse to entertain the triple threat. John 14 and verse 27 says, I am leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. Praise God. The gift he has given us, peace of mind. That's a good thing to have. Peace of mind. When you have peace of mind, you can lay your head down at night and don't have to worry about anything. Amen. Peace of mind. Doesn't that sound good? Where does it come from? There are three powerful gifts of the Spirit that brings abundance, joy, blessing, and peace. You may ask, what are they? Faith, hope, and love. Together, they are unstoppable, uncontainable, and immovable. They can move mountains and overcome any attack of the devil. You could call them the triple threat in obtaining victory, a triple threat to the devil. Satan is a counterfeit and an opposing enemy. So he has come up with his own triple threat in an attempt to dismantle your victory and steal your peace. Just like faith, hope, and love, they work together only to achieve the opposite of peace. What's worse is that the world not only justifies them, but often encourages us to engage in them. You may even think they are a normal part of life. So what is Satan's triple threat? Doubt, fear, and worry. You see, God never intended for doubt, worry, or fear to be part of our lives. Along with the torment they bring emotionally. Because when you have all these three things working, you are physically affected. In fact, according to science, worry affects your concentration during the day and your sleep at night and can even make you ill. That's not God's plan. God's plan is for us to be whole, to be in good health. You see, true peace doesn't come from the absence of trouble. It comes from the presence of God. That means you can live in the peace of God even when you have serious trouble because your peace doesn't have anything to do with circumstances. When you live in that kind of peace, your circumstances will automatically get in line. Amen. That's why God says he will keep those who trust in him in perfect peace. Isaiah 26 and verse 3. When we trust in his plans for us, which are to give us a future and a hope, we won't entertain worry, doubt, or fear. We won't even consider it. You cannot deal with fear and doubt the same way you deal with the temptation to commit any other sin. For example, you will never allow the thought of stealing money to remain in your mind for even for a moment. You will take that thought captive and cast it out quickly as you could. We need to treat doubt, fear, and worry the same way as unacceptable thoughts that have no place in our lives. So you need to thank God for your peace that passes all understanding. No matter what I may be facing, I don't have to fear because you are always with me. So I will not fret or have anxiety about anything, but in every circumstances, and everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving continue to make my request known to God. And God's peace, which transcends all understanding, shall garrison and mount God over my heart and mind 
in Christ Jesus because God's word is truth. I know I don't have to fret or have anxiety because his peace is beyond my understanding and I can rely and trust him completely to keep me in perfect peace so I don't have to worry, fear, or doubt his word because I believe in him. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Another way to take back your peace is to follow your inner witness. Romans 8 verse 6 and verse 16 says, To be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit. Sometimes the devil tries to steal our peace, and sometimes people do. But often we are to blame. We make poor choices and failing to hear or heed God's instruction can rob Christians of the peace we are meant to enjoy every day. We are meant to have peace, but we allow people and circumstances to steal our peace. So how can we avoid this? By listening to the inner witness. At one time or another, you may have found yourself caught up in confusing circumstances and needing guidance. Yet, even after praying and reading the word, you still weren't sure what to do. Maybe something that isn't addressed specifically in the word of God, like whether to move to one city or another, for example. So that's why we have to rely on God's guidance because in Proverbs 3, 5 and 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lead not onto your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. So whatever decision you're making, always seek his guidance. When you find yourself in that situation, one thing is holding you back, your ability to know that you are doing the right thing. That's where the inward witness comes in. God expected Israel, for example, to obey his written word, but he also told them, obey my voice, Jeremiah 7 and verse 23, because he wanted them to know his will in specific ways. So you have to get to know the voice of the Lord. Listen to that inner man and it will never lead you astray. Praise God. And finally, in order to take back your peace, you must love others. In other words, you must love people. 1 Corinthians 13 verse 8 says, Love never fails. That sounds like the key to guaranteed victory. Love for God, love for others. Those are the two greatest commandments in the Bible. It sounds simple, but it's a struggle for many of us. Why is it so important to walk in love? Because someone will steal your peace if you don't. If you've been making great strides in your faith, Spend time in God's word, standing on his promises and confessing his truth over your life. You see, Satan will notice he's going to try and take that from you. The Bible says he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. How will he do that? He'll use circumstances and he will also use people. He knows people have a way of really throwing a wrench in our day, our peace, and our joy. If he can send someone to ruffle your feathers, and throw you off course, he will. Your job 
is not to take the bait. Your job is to keep your peace. Strife is the enemy of peace. Unforgiveness is venom to a contented life. The antidote is walking in love. You see, walking in love is a decision. It's a decision that will bring you great peace. You must decide for yourself whether you will walk in love or you will walk in contention or you'll walk in strife. But I promise you, if you do walk in strife and contention, you will be a very unhappy person. Do not allow anyone to steal your peace. When you start operating in this truth, expecting every promise, refusing to worry or fear, listening to your inner weakness and walking in love, you will take back your peace and keep it for good. My friends, you can live the life most people only dream of. I'm not talking about having money in your pocket or having a mansion. No, you can have all the money in this world and yet you have no peace. But when you have the love of God in you, you have peace that surpasses all understanding. So the thief has been found, which is Satan. He has been the one all along stealing your peace. So now that you know who it is, go get back your peace and you will be victorious. Praise God. Do you know, my friends, we never bring a moment like this to a close without again encouraging you to make Jesus the Lord of your life. Father God, we want to thank you today for your words that encourage us to trust you to commit our ways on to you, that even though we might be going through difficulties, we know with you on our side, it will be all right. Because your words say to come on to you, all who are labored and heavy laden, and God, that you will give them rest. So we pray for that one today who has never trusted you, that they will cry out to you before it is too late. And to those who have trusted you, God, that they will continue serving you in the beauty of holiness. Just have your way, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. So we thank you once again for listening. And as you go about this week, remember, it's going to be all right. Have a wonderful day. God bless you.